Stephen Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Today is Jill Friday, and she's going to talk about how to make uh, confidently make land decisions with limited information. Yep. When have you ever heard somebody said, you know, I've done all the research, I'm uh, very comfortable. Oh, I know everything. And confident that I'm ready to have a baby. Oh. Never. Wouldn't that be hilarious? No one's ever said that sentence in the history of humans. That's very true. Oh, that's a weird example. And the same thing, well, it's the same thing. And I know it's Joe Friday, it's obviously your topic, but. You just, you never have all the information, never. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, we, I'll save it for the show. Okay. Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. Check out neighborscoop.com. The teleprompter doesn't work correctly, or maybe it's user error. You're fine. Uh, Don't even Check out neighborscoop.com. <laughs> <laughs> what he's trying to say is, like if you're a land investor like us, you don't have a street address because you're dealing with vacant land. They haven't signed it yet. How do I find these dumb things? Neighborscoop. So go check out neighborscoop.com. There's a bunch of videos on there. You can see how it works. And let me tell you, I don't know how I got by without it. It is on my computer. And every single person in my world, it's on their computer all day long because I can pop in state, county, APN, and I have everything I need. So it's awesome. This is Luke talking about mailers. Okay. Luke wrote, we're up to around 8,000 to 10,000 units a month of mail going out now. But as Steve and Jill said in their last video, so much of the work is outsourced. We pick the county and we scrub the data. We outsource the pricing, but we try to verify it by cherry picking and running a real life scenario to see if it pans out. Excellent. What do we call that? We call that- um, Testing for a reason. That's it, yep. This is a day or so project with our team member and he's very easy to work with. We schedule about four to six counties in advance. And currently, keeping the title examiners on task is our biggest hassle, that's for sure. Not the closing attorney or title company specifically. Other than that, getting back to sellers with properties we don't want is our biggest time suck and with no added value involved. This will soon be outsourced as well. When you send this amount of mail or more, the sheer amount of trash properties coming back starts to pile up. That's for sure. I feel bad. It's kind of funny. It's not necessarily, it's just that. It's like your criteria changes. You're like, I don't need to buy that. I don't want to buy that. I have all, I have 20 spectacular properties. I don't need to worry about those. Everything else is easy and worth doing since it directly correlates to our profit margin. Agent conversations, pre and post closings at the attorney's office, seller conversations, picking the counties, working with our team, all are immensely quick, easy, and profitable. Zillow also adds to the suck fest, this is awesome, <laughs> when we list our own deals, since they now aren't as easy to work with when the property doesn't have an address, I know. So we will either be looking to expand into more flat rate listings, which is awesome, yep. or just exit with a broker across the yep. board, which is great, no matter. It's kind of like expanding the mailers and not worrying about having the funds to buy. Splitting the deals with funders still makes a ton more of money per month. I feel the same with 10% land agent fees. Move on to what we're great at instead of trying to do everything ourselves. Go ahead. So here, what I, here's why I included this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my hat's off to you, Luke, because you sound like you just don't care. And I think that's the greatest thing ever. A lot of what goes on in Land Academy is, am I doing it right? I'm not sure of myself. Mm-hmm. I might be doing this wrong. Is this okay? 
just go do it. Well, you, you know might this, fail in it. That's okay. Do you know what this is like? He's got a team, so they're making good money. I'm going to guess a million. Let's just say they're making a million a year. At 10,000 units a month, they should be making a million bucks. Okay, yeah. So, sure. so here's what I'm thinking. So the way he's talking about it, he's saying like, we're making 1.1 right now at the way we're doing business. If I got into these things and I tried to manage this and manage that and do this and do that, I might make it 1.175. Who flipping cares? <laughs> or two. Right. Or two million. I mean, like, well, does I that want, matter? Two, I will matter. Two, it does. But the really, the little thing is not that big of a deal. So the time, you know, the, it's, yeah, he's saying everything right and I love it. That's a show because mm-hmm. there's a diminishing returns for me at some point with buying and selling land. It's like, you know what? Do I need another $2 million oh, of tax, tax liability this year? Is it going to change my life today? Not at all. No. It's not Am I going to drive a, a different car? Nope. Do I care about that? No. It's numbers on a computer exactly. screen. Exactly. Cool. Today's Joe Friday. How to confidently make land decisions uh, with limited information. This is the meat of the show. So I started with a story about a true thing that happened because I think it's kind of funny because you it's it's really not possible, like Jack was saying, to know everything. So we had this great property. We bought it with title insurance. Everybody did everything right, so we thought. Then we list it with a broker. Everything's great. Going on, he has a buyer. Now we're selling it through title insurance. All of a sudden, they come back and go, hey, Somebody missed $2,000 of taxes when you bought this. I'm like, what are you talking about? And it wasn't even like a hidden, weird kind of thing. When they went back and checked the taxes, they just didn't go that far. They didn't go back to year, they did years, maybe years one, two, or three of back taxes. They didn't go back to four and five. And there were more back taxes. And guess who? It it was on me to pay it, which sucks. Um, It's technically the title agent's fault who, who did it on the buy side, but eventually I had to let that go. That's a whole nother show. But anyway, my point is, you're not gonna know everything and and even title companies, very solid, strong, big, established Chicago title, they're gonna make mistakes too. You do the best you can. So I'm telling you that story so you feel confident. I want you to feel like, hey, if they can make a mistake, then I know I can make a mistake. Nobody's perfect. Yeah, so so you need to have that confidence and go in and do the best you can. So how do we make these decisions? You know, how much is enough? Well, you know, when I, let's think about the due diligence. That's really the main point when I'm making decisions. Because the I know what he did putting into these offers and they went out in the mail and the pricing and all of that that comes back to me. This is the most, what are you looking at? What's going on with this blouse today? Why? Is you that don't like it? Dra- no, I like it. It's oh. just uh, kind of not your usual blouse. Oh, I know. It's open in the back. That's why. <laughs> there's a tie here. <laughs> and I have a ponytail so you can see it's open in the back. <laughs> Thank you for directly answering my question. You're welcome. The question was what's going on with this blouse and you answered it. It's open in the back. There you go. Everybody, everybody got that? There you go. <laughs> Did, did you not hear me say yesterday that I'm spending a lot of time at F45? <laughs> so I'm wearing a blouse. So you're back. hilarious. Okay, so back to what I was doing. Thanks for totally derailing my speech. That's okay. So the critical time here, I'm making decisions. When am, when am I really making these decisions and what's the most critical time? It's when I buy it. If I don't buy it right, then I'm not going to sell it right. There's a lot of problems that could go happen if I don't buy it right. So what do I need to do to buy it right? I've got to do my due diligence and I've got to really check into everything that I can. But you know what? 
you're not going to know it all. You can check the taxes. You can check the zoning. You can check what's possible. You can check if there's an HOA, there's a POA. You know how to check if they're alive and the right people are signing. You know how to check, um, you know, acreage. You know about that. I'm thinking about what am I running through? I'm, in my head, I'm running down the list of six A's. And you land academy members, you know what is what the six A's are, the things you need to look at to make sure you don't make these mistakes. Do I want you to have 25 A's or a 25 list? No. Do I want you to go and make sure that the person who owned it three times ago on a title search didn't owe child support anywhere just in case Jeez. that pops up? Jeez. No. I mean, you could, you, you should have 50 to 60, you said 70% in the topic, you know, of the, of feel that good about it that you, you know, and the biggest thing that you know about that, that you should move forward. And the biggest thing that you should have locked in your head is price because that will account for everything. If you do what we do and how we tell you, I want you to buy it right. I know how much money you can make on this. I, you know, then if there's some little hiccup like my hiccup, where there was an extra $2,000 in back taxes that nobody caught and that I had to pay for, which wasn't right, but it was fine. Why? Because I had $50,000 of profit baked into it. That's okay. So if you, as long as you, like I said, go through those six A's, please don't spend a week on it. I want you to get that down to 15 minutes, maybe 15 minutes on day one and you love it. And it goes to your day two due diligence because now you got your phase two due diligence. Not like, day two. Not day two, excuse me. <laughs> phase two due diligence, which is, all right, I need to check zoning. Um, I think there's a mobile on it. I got to find out about if there's some utilities here because that could be awesome. And then this and this, fine. Now on the, you know, you're now you're spending a little more time on that, but you just do the best you can and you move forward. Don't get hung up because you'll be sitting around not getting deals done, hung up, uh, being trying to perfect it, and it's not possible. We've all had people in our lives or have people in our lives, maybe they're employees, maybe you're married to them, maybe they're your parents who are perfectionists. And they have a real tough time when things don't go the way that they think that they should go. This is incredibly unhealthy. Uh, they'll say things like, well, you told last week you told me to do it this way. Yeah, that was last week. This is this week. Or if that property was different. There's something that or, was different yeah, about it. Or I have no more information or new information yeah, now. Or you know what? Maybe I just changed my mind. Yeah, that, I didn't need to do that so, after all. And people, so I have a lot of experience with this. We've had a lot of employees, Jill and I. Yeah. None of them uh, who say things like that work for us anymore. Yeah. You have to roll with changes. You have to go into something knowing you're not going to know, have all the information. You might not make the best decision, but this business uh, and the reason that I chose it is is it has what I call revenue justification. So if you're gonna buy for $30,000 and sell it for $130,000, a lot of stuff can go wrong and it's still gonna be okay. I'm here for the money. That's it, I'm here for the money. I'm not here to like prove to myself that everything's perfect and I can't have a little scratch in my car or uh, you know, we spilled some milk on the, you know, it's just spilled milk. So what, clean it up and laugh about it. That's what land deals are. 
And so if you're that type of person where you just can't handle spilled milk or you can't handle a scratch in your car or you don't want anything to ever change, this business, really any business, well, any business is not never going to work. You can't it's do not, it. You're, you, the, you need the, to change yourself long before you ever try to do something like this. Well, if that's you, you're a one man show because no one will ever meet your expectations. Yeah. You have to get over that. But but the today it's just about, you know, just trusting you did everything right. You're with us. You know your checklist. You have your checklist. Make sure you do those things and then just, and then move forward. And then really make sure, like I said, I'm wrapping it up on this, that you're buying it right price-wise. So you have a cushion there. If anything goes sideways, so what? We used to laugh about this every now and then. Someone would say on our Thursday member calls, oh, I screwed up. I'm like, what do you mean you screwed up? Well, I didn't double my money. All right, well, how much did you make? Oh, I made 80%. I'm like, <laughs> on what planet is that screwing up? No, but you said I always supposed to double money. I'm like, knock no. it off. Hold on a moment. In no other world can you do that. So what? You made some mistakes and you only made 80% of what you bought it for big deal you did everything right move on that's awesome happy to join us today five days a week you can find us here on the land academy show join us next week for another interesting episode you are not alone in your real estate ambition right man i have so much experience with perfectionists it just makes me sad yeah i know i really don't understand that how disappointed uh yeah, scroll through that. I'm not going to read that. Y'all good. Keep How disappointing must, uh, must it be? Yeah. To, to just, if you want, you just must be upset all the time because stuff never goes the way you want, you know? Right. I agree. We, we are Jack, Jack and Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property.